Hello, Magical Mamas, and welcome to episode 23 of the Magical Mothering Podcast. I'm Dania Foster, elemental energetics therapist and nurturer of mamas who are struggling with disconnect whilst raising highly sensitive kids. Today, I'm talking about cultivating patience with defiant kids. And if you enjoy listening to my stories, philosophies, don't forget to click subscribe so you get an update of my next episode and share it with your friends. I would also love to invite you to circle with me in my online circle collective, where I hold space for our magical mothering journey in a sacred container every full and new moon. Together, we can share our stories, what's really going on in our world. And you can find that at daniafoster.com slash circle. So I feel there's a common misconception that I am a patient and calm person that that's just a part of who I am. And that's why this comes easy to me. I get, oh, I could never homeschool my kids. I'm just not patient enough. I need too much time for myself. I value quiet too much. Or perhaps it's, I could never meditate with my kids around. I just cannot get calm enough whilst they're creating chaos. Well, hmm, I'm definitely not a perfect mother, nor am I always patient and calm. I am strongly introverted, neurodivergent and Quiet alone time is a must for me or, yeah, I get overstimulated, which activates my anxiety and I end up raging out at everyone when I lose my patience and calm reserves. So when I was birthed into motherhood, I was not prepared for how much of myself was required on a 24-7 basis. With a new earth child who is highly sensitive to energy, foods and her environment and then astral travelling into past lives while sleeping and then awakening terrified and discombobulated, it required high attachment and stable grounded energy from me while she borrowed from my energy field. And I struggled. I was not a patient mother or wife, and I was really drowning in my own rage. I tried to lean into mainstream systems of support, such as community mothers groups, and then going back to work to gain some identity and get some space as a mother, whilst my baby went to daycare. But that completely missed the mark and wasn't filling my energy reserves or that of my child. So when I would pick her up at the end of the day, she was starved of connection and it would take twice as much from me through the night (laughs) and would be this endless cycle of burnout for both of us so even now my children can be perfect angels for everyone else but here in their home they get to be their full selves and they will unleash fury if not given the utmost reverence with them they've got this intense knowing that they have all the answers and they've got no need to listen to me So I know this now is is a blessing that my children feel safe to be seen in all their emotions and know that they are loved unconditionally. It's a true sign of attachment. This work was ignited in me to reclaim my magic so that I could keep up with the magic that my children were triggering within me. They're showing up as everything I was not allowed to be. They're speaking back, they're pushing the boundaries and questioning authority, asserting their intelligence. As a child, I was met with shame and fear and I bowed down to please in order to keep the peace and my place. 
in order to keep my love and acceptance and I was fearful of losing that. My children, I am so proud of their defiant natures. I have guided them to never simply accept and always challenge what you're presented with. Conscientious, conscientious rebels, I say. They know they are loved even in their fury and even in their defiance. And so they have no reason not to stand and push. But man, it is exhausting. If I allow myself to get bogged down by the short-term picture, it can feel like failure. I see my mother shaking her head and rolling her eyes when my kids hear me say one thing but carry on their path regardless of what I have just directed. I take it on as a judgment of my parenting. She would have dealt with it differently and never let us walk all over her like that. But what other people think of me is none of my business and I actually... and is actually a complete fable as I will never know what others are truly thinking. The thoughts that I conjure that must be running through their mind are a figment of my imagination. I have no right to implant judgments into my conception of another's energy. When I anchor into my end game as a mother, the big picture, my mother, when I anchor into my end game as a mother to the new earth children my big picture I breathe deep and have faith that my children will be okay out there see a lack of patience is a signpost that alerts us to our triggers and that we are skating on thin ice when it comes to honoring our own values needs and boundaries of our children's values needs and boundaries this journey is a balance of our needs with our children's. Both are equally valid. Explain to your child in a way that is age appropriate that you don't like how things are going in this conversation or activity. You could say, this isn't fun. Or maybe, I don't like how we're communicating to each other right now. Return to your values. What is most important to the way that you parent your child? What is out of alignment here? Check in with your own needs. Are you hungry? Have you had a glass of water lately? Are you putting off a task that's stressing you out or making you feel uncomfortable? Take space and reassert your boundaries. So let me share. Last night, I was at the end of my patience with my eldest after the rest of our household had already gone to bed. So I told her, I know we need to find a better solution here, but right now I need to take a shower and regain some calm energy before I can hear you clearly. I'm going to go and take my shower and I would appreciate it if you could just wait here in your room for me and I'll come in here and be with you after my shower. This gave me the space to address my energy. See, I felt sweaty and uncomfortable, which only exacerbated my frustrations at the end of the day. I lit a candle, I washed my hair, I ended with some deep breaths and cold water therapy. See, now I was grounded enough to parent from my child's values, needs, boundaries and space. She didn't want space. She wanted me pressed up against her, holding her tight. So I climbed into bed with her. She wanted me all to herself. If I didn't take the space to have that shower and fill up my needs and assert my boundaries... Then climbing into bed with her and pressing my body up against her when I was screaming for space and distance and alone time, that makes my skin crawl. 
and she doesn't need that energy because that makes her feel unwanted and um, that we don't want to be close with her. So she needs that closeness. She needs to be held tight. So I climbed into her bed. I stroked her hair. I told her a meditative story of a girl with her name that would not bow down to authority and never fit into the confines of the village with the high stone walls to keep out the creatures, the wild creatures out. I told her how she found her community there within the wild realm and how by living her truth with kindness in her heart, she was adored by the land of the wild and the other magical creatures trusted her to show them their magic too. And she was witness to so much beauty that the village behind the walls could never comprehend but only fear. She had a tribe that loved her for who she is, wild and free. She has no need to fight anymore, but listen to the needs of the realm and rise above to see the beauty in the whole. She drifted into her calm in my arms until when I shifted the weight of my arm, she no longer clinged for fear of being abandoned in the loneliness of her bed. And instead she released me and said, good night, mom, you can go now. Taking space requires soothing of the nervous system. To be able to get to that patient, grounded state of being, even when we have a defiant child who is here to carve out the new rules of the new earth. And um, there are many ways that we can nurture our nervous system and that of our children. We can do it through meditation and breath work nature walks, cold water therapy, flower essences, herbal medicine, circle with the community with community and sacred space, movement like yoga or perhaps a boxing class depending on where in your stress cycle you're at. See, when I activated my magic, it guided me to weave magical practice, this practices that served me into my mothering to anchor me into the ground calm energy whilst acknowledging the needs of my children are individual and they require different attentions and they needed to be weaved into our life as well. Thank you again for joining me, Dania Foster, for this Magical Mothering podcast. You can check out all the show notes at daniafoster.com slash blog slash episode 23. And if you would like a more intimate container to work with me on becoming the grounded guide that your child chose you to be, please send me an email at dania at daniafoster.com. I'd love to be your guide for your own magical motherhood journey. If you'd like to know more, please come visit my website, daniafoster.com. And the invitation stands for you to come and circle with me in our online magical mothering collective, new moon and full moon circles. Lots of love to you on your journey.